Hello and welcome to our freshly minted Take a Walk with Katie solo cast. This is a little thing to listen to when you're going on your hot girl walks around the town or washing your hot girl dishes or driving your hot girl car or catching the hot girl train to wherever you're going. I'll stop saying hot girl now. (laughs) But it's a short, intimate solo cast where I just talk about what's been going on in my month and sometimes what fresh hell has been unleashed upon my life as an expat mum living overseas, living in Central America, navigating this wild, wonderful culture and terrain. I talk about motherhood and trying to raise a little boy as intentionally as possible without losing my shit. I talk about running a business and making a life work outside that traditional nine to five. And it's all basically soaked in my constant overthinking and examining of all aspects of life always. And the overarching question I think I am always getting at which is usually what does it mean to live a meaningful life and am I on the right track? From the day-to-day mundane things to the big existential thoughts and back again, just put on your headphones, join me for a walk and feel like you're just chatting with your best mate. So hello and welcome to a fresh season of Take A Walk. If you've been around here for a while, you will know I used to have Coffee with Kate. I changed the name because who doesn't love a rebrand? I just wanted some fresh energy. And also I figured in friendship terms, going for a coffee, especially if it's a new friend, like sitting opposite someone and talking and all that eye contact, it's a lot more high stakes. It feels a bit more like a job interview sometimes than kind of just walking next to each other and shooting the shit. Like for me, when I make new friends, definitely going for a hike or a walk is a lot more comfortable than kind of meeting and sitting down for a meal or a coffee. But that's just me. I mean, you're also allowed to sit and drink your coffee and pretend you're having a coffee with me. You can drink a wine and pretend you're having a wine with me. We do not judge here. But the point is to have a little companion a few times a month where you get to zone out and just listen, jump into someone else's reality for a moment, see what another human is wrestling with in her daily life. And there is no obligation to provide advice or even respond, though you can totally respond to me on the Salty Club Instagram or on my personal Instagram, which is at Caitlin Creeper. But do you ever have that thing where you're talking to a friend and they're telling you about a problem they're having and you're just thinking like, like you freeze and you're thinking, I literally do not have one helpful word to say about this. I do not know what I'm going to say when she gets to the end of this sentence because I don't know what the fuck you should do either. I mean, sometimes I feel like friends come to me and they want to share something with me and I've been there and I feel it and I'm in tune and I'm like, yes, like I can help with this. I can listen to this. And other times it's like, oh my God, I don't even know what I would do in this situation. (laughs) So, you know, those times where you're low-key panicking about them getting to the end of their sentence because you're coming up blank, they're not fun and that doesn't happen here. Not up in here because you just need to chill out and listen and enjoy that not a thing is required of you in the duration of this solo cast. So I hope a lot of this is relatable, maybe even helpful at times. And I'm sure there will also be slices of it being completely unrelatable as I often seem to find myself in situations here in Guatemala where I'm just like, how is this my life? And what the fuck is happening to me? Um, because it's a little chaotic here. And if you're here, stories are going to happen to you. And I tend to, they tend to find me. So I look forward to sharing a few of those with you too. So if you've listened to the Salty Club podcast before, if you've listened to Coffee with Kate before, you will know the content ranges 
absolutely everywhere. So this podcast has the umbrella of women's wellness. So, you know, the search for this woman's wellness goes all over the joint because aren't we all just looking for ways to be happy and feel good? And aren't we thinking all the time, like, what does that look like for me? So we are made up of so many different people and so many different parts. Like, for example, there's a part of me that just wants to live a wild, unstructured life and surf all day long with my family and eat tortillas and just own nothing and not give a shit about the outside world. But then there's also this part of me, my domestic creature, if you will, who has started getting excited about kitchen organization. I just bought four glass jars with sexy wooden lids and I set up a little coffee station in the corner of my kitchen. I filled the jars with sugar, with coffee, with cocoa because my son Jago loves his hot chocolate with honey and I filled the other one with cacao and from the lake, which is like ceremonial cacao, kind of fancy. This was a gift from one of our guests and really special. But this little coffee station with these little coffee jars has brought me this immense amount of satisfaction. And I'm currently trying to organize my work desk and I've bought a little drawer caddy situation. And this organization trying to organize like my cords and my podcast gear and my work gear, it has made me very happy. And another example of of my domestic creatureess, (laughs) I'm trying to make her sound cool. I have been drinking out of pasta jars and my son's plastic cups for the last few years. And today I actually decided to buy four matching water glasses, which is a bit of a step up in the world for me. I can't even remember the last time I bought a set of dinnerware of any kind. But I just remember when my partner's dad visited and asked for a glass of water and I did not have one nice glass to serve it to him. And I was like, hmm. Maybe this is a pivotal moment for me. Maybe I need to have a little bit of glassware. And also because it's not just my home now, it's now it's my son's home. So I also kind of have to think about him and a little bit how he's represented. So yeah, big step up in the world, actually drinking out of a proper glass right now instead of a pasta jar. Although they still work fine, not knocking those, does the job. It's also glass. You know what I mean? It's a glass thing to hold your water in, but it's the meaning we assign to it. Yes. But yes, matching glasses. So let's see how long until I break one. Next is probably going to be that I need to buy some matching plates as my plate collection currently consists of one plate, one large dinner plate and one small plate. And they're both chipped. And what my auntie actually told me recently is that eating from chip plates is bad because the bacteria can get into where the plate isn't sealed and make you really sick. And look here, I do not have a dishwasher The only place in the house that has hot water is the shower. So if I want to wash a plate with hot water, I have to boil a kettle to get rid of it, to pour it over the plates because there are freaky little bugs in this water 100% of the time. And even more that this is a developing country, so it's all contaminated and we are currently in the wet season right now. So we're in August, mid-August. We don't have four seasons here in Guatemala. We have the wet season six months of the year and dry season. That's all we've got. But wet season is always just this literal shit show of sickness because the storms are bringing all the crap down from the mountains, all the stuff that's been sitting on top of the water and and percolating and marinating and whatever the actual biological terms are all these months. And then they get washed down from the rivers and gross. And then there are mosquitoes. Right now, there are so many mosquitoes around, there, which means there is a lot of dengue fever around. It's a real risk. It really happens. I've had it a few times. 
Um, there are all these waterborne illnesses. It's pretty gross. I do not know one person in my life here right now who has not been sick in the last three months. So I actually think I'm going to go ahead and throw out those chip plates. But the thing is, these plates were gifted to us by Ugo's parents, my partner's parents. They used to be the plates that his sister had when she and her family lived here before she moved overseas like 10 years ago. So I do feel bad that they managed to kind of stay in mint condition all this time. And then yours truly came over and broke them. Like there was once a full set and I'm just clumsy and I just crack things. And it's not that I try to, it's not that I'm intentionally trying to break things or I don't care for things, is that I'm often just trying to do things too fast. But I'm the person who's always like knocking her hip in the corner of the table. I'm chipping the bowl. I'm breaking the glass. So, yes, we are down to one dinner plate and one little side plate. And maybe this is why I haven't let myself invest in new dinnerware. Also, I just eat almost everything in a bowl. Food, to me, belongs in a bowl. I don't know if it's a girly thing, wanting to have it all snuggled in there and not have anyone know how much I like packed into that bowl because it's usually a lot, <laughs> but I'm definitely a mug girl, even drinking water out of a mug and a bowl girl. There's something about having it all piled up there in a little cuddleable thing, but I am a mother. I am a wife of sorts when my boyfriend is here because he is not always here as his job requires him to be away a lot. So I do need to shape up my dinner game a little bit, I think, to represent us as like a family unit that kind of has their shit together. And we don't have a whole lot of space. Jago and I live in a small apartment in Antigua, a two bedroom, one living room. The living room is also the dining room and the kitchen, which is where my desk is, which is where the office is. So the kitchen is more of just a little nook situation. But a big benefit of that is that it is a small space for me and which makes it a small space for my brain to manage. I do not know how I would manage a big house with a huge kitchen and many rooms. Like, of course, one facet of my life is I go on Pinterest and I fant and I go drive past beautiful houses and I look at land for sale and I fantasize about one day building a big old house here, like Jago having a playroom, a bedroom, me having a big office studio. And I guess Ugo can, yes, we'll let him have a little man cave situation. But I run wild with that fantasy, but there's drawbacks to that. Like, I will never forget this quote from the TV show Made on Netflix. I don't know if you watched it, which is something like, I wonder if sometimes people get lost in their big houses. And it's true. If we have all these rooms to disappear into, won't it make it more sense that we will all like distance from each other more, kind of disappear into our own little curated spaces more? It's also true that there's more space to fill with stuff. This stuff we buy with hours of our life. And then we spend even more hours of our life kind of tending to it, taking care of it and making sure that it's organized, packing it up again after it got like dirty or it got ruined or it got messy or it got taken out to play with. And not having the time to live to do the stuff we want to do. It's such a crazy mind F. I won't swear too much on this podcast. Let's try to keep it clean. But when I delve into my desires and I weigh up what the sacrifice is, and I feel like I've been doing this since I was like 18, you know, how much will buying this thing cost me first in hours of my life? And then secondly, the time it takes to be responsible for it, you know, having a big backyard, I want a big backyard, but then you have to maintain it. 
getting a new car, but then you really want to be taking that thing to the car wash every week. There's all the other maintenance things you have to do. And and then imagine that devastation when it gets scratched for the first time or it gets its first little dent because wear and tear is going to happen, right? I mean, I think one thing I really learned from building our little Airbnb resort here in Guate is that these things don't make us happy necessarily. Like it's not just a simple transaction where we acquire something new and then we go up in happiness. We have to trade something for it. It comes at a cost, which is not just the financial cost. It gives us more responsibility. It requires a cost somewhere. For example, when we were building our little mini resort, which isn't really a resort, let's say it's a property with a few houses that we put on Airbnb in a tourist spot in Guatemala, the cost was the money. It was also the mental space that it now takes up to maintain this place because it's at the beach. It's an unforgiving climate. Things are ruining and breaking down all the time. And we have customers who have expectations as they should because they're coming for a holiday. We had no social life when we were building this place. We had no time. So it came at a cost. It still comes at a cost. And I'm happy for this cost. I still think it was the right move for our family. Like this isn't to say we shouldn't do anything that gets us deeper into responsibility because then why would we do anything? Like why would we do anything at all? It's just being mindful of what we're willing to pay the price because everything we have to pay the price for and mindlessly on the pursuit of just accumulating things does not guarantee freedom and happiness. So we just have to be really discerning about what we decide to take on. Everything costs something hours of your life, maintaining it, taking care of it, having it in your mental load. That's why we got to be mindful about what we desire and accumulate. Because I guess the point, right, is not to just have more crap. The point is not in and of itself to have more money. The point from the start was to maximize and accumulate tools that give you time and freedom, whether that's freedom of movement, mental freedom, freedom to pursue our creative desires as well, freedom to be present with the people when we're with them, whether it's just our friends or our family or our kids. And I think a lot of us, me included, weekly get stuck in this thing of thinking the money or the thing is the end goal. But all of these things were meant to be just tools to like guarantee our enjoyment and our experience of life. Like, for example, if you have kids listening to this, probably like skip forward a few minutes. But for example, When I get into this thing of like, I want to build a big house, I want a nicer car, I want this, I want this, I want the business to grow, I want to make more money. When I get into that rapidly accumulating frenzy, sometimes I'm able to stop myself and be like, what is it that I'm really trying to get? And what I'm trying to get is to feel happy. So why do I always put feeling happy down to these really big things? Maybe I'd be happier if I just went and had sex with my boyfriend. (laughs) Maybe that's just like a feeling I want to get, right? And sometimes we can actually push aside the opportunities for like a really great experience now, which could be like having sex with my boyfriend. It could be like going out with my friends, going skating with a friend, being present with my kid, like these low lying fruits that are actually there instead of kind of trading in this present moment for future tripping about something in the future, which I think is going to make me happy. And that isn't, again, like I said, this isn't to say we shouldn't have direction. We shouldn't have goals. We shouldn't want nice things for ourselves and for our family. But I think we just can't get lost in the pursuit of that, of thinking the money is the thing, the house is the thing. It's not the thing. This is all the 
tools that we use to have more agency over our life and our experience. So for me, okay, I'm willing to pay the price to have four glasses that I need to take care of and try not to chip. Now, I really, it's actually in my brain, these glasses, because I want to be intentional about every object that comes into my house. I don't want to be careless. I'm willing to have this business of these houses, of this Airbnb that takes all of our money and will do so for the next few years as we pay it off and takes a huge chunk of our mental energy as we stay on top of things constantly breaking down. And for example, my kid, Jago, I am willing to pay all the sacrifice that is needed for this kid. But for example, sometimes when I think, oh, I'd really like to have a dog, just because I'd like to have a little shadow, a little love in the house, I think my kid would love it. I think a dog would really complement this household. But then I think, am I willing to pay the sacrifice for this dog? Am I willing to have an anchor, have the responsibility of walking it, taking it to the vet, dealing with its personality, training it, picking up the dog shit, and also really acknowledging that this dog will then feel like it's a part of my family and I have to take care of it as such. It's not just a toy. And, you know, not really at the stage of my life can, am I willing to trade my freedom and space to allocate to this cause of the dog? Right now, I want whatever mental space I have left at the end of my business, at the end of the Salty Club, at the end of my relationship, at the end of my social life, at the end of like being a mother, whatever I have left, I want to dedicate it to this podcast and skating. And that's a choice I'm allowed to make, right? So I digress. Let's talk about this podcast again before we wrap up this first episode back of Take a Walk with Kate. I got stuck again with this podcast as I have many times, but in the times before where I've become stuck with this, I've kind of left it. But this time I'm kind of refusing to let it go again because I really feel like this is just such a necessary part of our business. I think it's definitely my place where I go, where I feel like, oh, I'm doing the right thing. Like once I get off from recording one of those things, I feel so good. And I know when I listen to podcasts, podcasts are such an integral part of my week. I have my rotating schedules that I listen to and it becomes people that you know, because their voices in your kitchen throughout the week, their voices as you drive in your car, as you go for your walk, these are people that we come to know and identify with. And we, we want to keep up with their lives. And I think I would love to provide that for you, listener, if this is something that you would like. Um, and I would also like to keep providing that window, not just into my life, but people from our community, our co-founders. You know, the conversations I have my with my business partners at our fortnightly meetings are just so fascinating sometimes. You know, we're constantly moving between Central America and, and the North. Like when they go back to Canada, when I go back to Australia, there's just our seasons are always changing and always new and it's always bringing so much new conversation and insights and I would love to provide a window for you to be able to listen to that too and also bringing in interesting people from our community, sports people, surfers, mothers, um, business people, really interesting people. So I'm like, no, I'm not really willing to let this go. But two big things that really kept me stuck were firstly the quality of the podcast. If you have listened for a while, it is no secret that the quality here is not fabulous. It hasn't been fabulous. A lot of it's been very home done. And I think, okay, that's cute for a while. And thank you for sticking me with that. But it needs to be better. If I really want this to reach the amount of people that I want it to reach, if I want it to feel like easy listening, I don't want you to have to work or strain to listen to it. So pretty excited because I went ahead and got a 
in-house editor. Matheus, I'm still, <laughs> his Portuguese, so I'm learning to say his, his name properly, Matheus Gomes. But all the good quality that you're listening to for this is because of him. Um, and he's also given me a run through about better ways to record. I was actually recording on the wrong microphone. I was recording on a microphone meant to record like bands or multiple people in a conversation. Like, whereas what I was meant to have was a microphone just picking up the sound in front of me not from all the way around me. So I got a new microphone upon his request and I'm just going to be tweaking every few weeks and soundproofing and working on making this just the best quality podcast we possibly can. Um, so yeah, hopefully it's comfortable to listen to now and it will only get better. So that was a big roadblock that I had to get over. So now I feel pretty good with that. The other one was just, look, there are a few different aspects to this podcast. There is, as I mentioned, there's this, the take a walk, the very off the cuff informal catch up with me. There's the formal interviews. There is sometimes a free meditation. Um, and then sometimes there's very mum focused stuff. And, you know, I listen to other podcasts that have a very strict formula and I kept thinking I needed to do that. And how can I have all these different things because people come and then each time it's something different. But I just realized that's just the way it's going to have to be. I am not going to be a formulaic podcast. It's going to be a range of different things that will be uploaded each week. And if it appeals to you, you're super welcome to listen to it. And if not, that's totally fine. It will circulate between those four themes. For example, with the motherhood ones, they might be like, I'm going super deep into it and it might not relate to you in that season of your life. And that's fine. Um, the meditations, you might be like, hmm. No, there's something about that Australian accent I can't meditate to. Fine. But just to let you know that there will be like a revolving door, different kind of structure. But the point is just to kind of have a meeting place each week, if you so desire, to connect with us, to have a window to me, to the club, to what we kind of offer, a little window of the world and the issues we deal with. And I hope to see you again next week. Thanks for listening. This podcast was brought to you by The Salty Club, hosted by me, Caitlin Creeper, and sound and editing by Matthias Gomes.